This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking about taking what is yours. Now, what does that mean? So the reason that I made that the title of the episode, the reason that I'm talking about this today is I posted a reel on Instagram this afternoon, and I got a lot of really good response from a lot of people. And I talked about how when I first started talking about wanting to run a gym, the energy that I got met with was extremely, extremely negative. And so I wanted to touch a little bit more on that uh, now, because basically what I talked about in this reel, uh, depending on when you're tuning into this, you may be able to may not, but basically what I talked about in this reel is that when I first started talking about wanting to run a gym, the response was extremely negative. The energy I got was basically that, um, you know, if I tried to run a gym, I was going to end up working the front desk at a good life. I wasn't going to actually be able to do it. It wasn't realistic. I should pursue something else. Uh, and honestly, as a kid, you know, I was 13 years old. As a kid, when you hear that, you believe it. You know, you don't, I didn't know anybody that ran gyms. I didn't know how to get into that industry. I didn't know what went into owning a gym. So I kind of just decided, you know, this sucks, but yeah, I guess I won't run a gym. I guess I'll go figure out what the else is out there. And so basically, you know, as I kept growing up, I kept wanting to train athletes. I kept coming back to this idea that I was going to make a living training athletes somehow. The vision of exactly how I was going to do that changed a lot over time. Uh, at one point, I wanted to be the head strength coach for the Ottawa Senators, uh, which you know, would have been a cool job, sure. But as I grew older and ended up actually realizing what that job entailed, and it was going to be traveling all over everywhere, it was going to be three o'clock in the morning starts, it was going to be long ass days every single day. I thought, you know what, that sounds miserable. Uh, as cool as it might be, that is definitely not the life I want. I'm too much of a homebody. I like being at home. I don't love traveling all the time. And the thought of my life being on the road for nine months of the year was. Ugh. Um, but again, the mindset stayed that what I wanted to do is I wanted to work with athletes. What I wanted to do is I wanted to spend my days in the gym. I wanted to spend my days helping athletes get better. But I had no idea how to do that. And basically everywhere I turned, I was told the career is unrealistic. If you do get into it, you're going to be poor. If you do get into it, you're not going to be able to make anything of yourself. And for a long time, I let that break me. And I let that push me down a different path. Depending on how long you've been following me, you may or may not know, my original degree in university was modern languages, because if I wasn't going to be able to do what I actually wanted to do, I may as well go into something that I really didn't want to do and get a job doing something I really didn't want to do, right? So about two months into a modern languages degree, um, I realized this is stupid and I hate this. And my first thought was, again, not directly into strength and conditioning. My first thought was psychology, because that was something that I was actually interested in. 
uh, and thought maybe there was a possibility of getting a job in that direction. And it was that night that I was looking at dropping out of my languages degree because what the fuck was I thinking that I sat down and I thought if I'm dropping out of a degree, if I'm going to make this huge change, why would I not go for what I actually want to do? Why would I drop out of the degree that I'm in to go into something else that I don't really want to do? I may as well give this a shot. And, you know, again, still through this whole time, through high school, through university, I never stopped actually coaching, but I had kind of resigned myself to the fact that this is something I was going to do on the side. Uh, I basically spent every waking hour in the gym. I was running a powerlifting club. I was coaching athletes on most of the school teams in some respect or another. And basically, you know, I finally decided, okay, I'm going to give this a try. I'm, I have no idea how I'm going to get into it. I have no idea what the plan is, but I'm going to give this a try. And still from people I cared about, I was met with the energy of this isn't going to amount to anything. You know, this isn't going to do anything for you. You're not going to go anywhere with this. Uh, go into something more realistic, something safer. Um, and, you know, but I finally decided I was going to actually push forward and give it a try for myself because what was the point of going to school for something I didn't want to do? to get a job I didn't want to just live out the rest of my days doing something I didn't want to do. Um, but even then after I switched over and, you know, I didn't realize a lot of these things about myself until recently, but after I switched over, I still didn't really see it working myself. You know, it's easy to sit there and say, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot, but I truly believe that it could lead anywhere. So even as I was in the degree I actually wanted and I was learning about things that actually interested me, you know, the mentality in my mind was still, this isn't going to lead anywhere. I didn't really know what was happening with it. And that was really a tough thing to deal with. That was really a tough thing to, you know, really manage because, you know, I was sitting in this limbo where like I'm spending thousands of dollars a year to learn this subject to get into this degree and I have no idea where it's going to go. And I didn't realize this at the time, but this led me down a very dark path of unhappiness. First, it led me into a position where I just obsessed every second of every day was always about training, something training related. And it just consumed me, even though I had no real direction in it. And, you know, that led to me absolutely ruining a relationship but that's a whole story for another day and in the end ended up being something very good for me but this led me down a really tough path because you know i was doing something that i didn't truly believe in i was doing something that i didn't really understand you know what this was going to do for me where this was going to go for me and i was just spending every minute of every day feeling like i was kind of wasting my time even though i was doing something i enjoyed and so as that kept going, I was kind of living two lives. You know, I was pursuing what I actually wanted to pursue, but because I didn't really believe in it, I didn't really believe in myself yet. I was pursuing what I wanted to pursue, but I had this feeling of, you know, I'm wasting my time anyway, so I may as well, quote unquote, go out and enjoy life. And what going out and enjoying life looked like was me going out and blacking out a lot. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, I had some fun over the years, but so many of those moments looking back, 
I don't regret, but so many of those moments looking back that I realized that I wasn't out there doing that because that was truly fun. I was out there doing that because I was escaping from this feeling of not really understanding where I was going, not really understanding what I was doing, not really understanding the goals that I had for myself and not really believing that these goals were actually possible. And so that led me down this really weird path where I was kind of living two different lives. One where I was pursuing my passions, doing what I wanted to do, going after something despite it not being a likely outcome. And the other where I was absolutely ruining myself on the weekends because I didn't really see where this was going for me. So basically over the next number of years, I continued down this path of lacking self-belief. But what I really wanted to touch on with a little bit of that background in the story, I won't go through, you know, a year for year take or anything to where I'm at now. But what I really wanted to touch on in that story was that I know athletes out there every single day are dealing with people that are dealing with this same feeling. You know, they're in something that their parents may not believe in. They're in something that their friends may not believe in. They're in something that is not a likely way to make a living. And as a result, these people around you that are telling you, you know, to be more realistic or these people around you that are kind of, you know, discouraging you from going all in and trying to actually make something of yourself in your sport, you know, that gets tough to handle. But what I really want to touch on and what I really want everybody to take away from this is that the people in your life that are saying those things and doing those things, you know, whether it's your parents, friends, whoever, it's not their fault. And when I say that it's not their fault, it's because your vision is your vision. You know, when I was a younger kid and I wanted to open a gym and train professional athletes, everybody thought it was crazy because that wasn't really something that people did, you know, training professional athletes, there were like 10 jobs in the world that people were able to kind of do that. And so people telling me to be more realistic was them trying to do the right thing for me, them trying to, you know, push me on a better path. But no matter how much I got pushed in a different direction, no matter how much people told me to, you know, go a different way, do something else, be more realistic, it just never resonated. You know, it never resonated. I was never happy. I was never truly enjoying what I was doing. And as a result, I never took myself seriously. And I never actually took a step that I was happy about. I never actually decided to go all in on me because, you know, everybody was telling me that it wasn't possible. But if you're out there dealing with the same thing, if you're out there with, you know, friends telling you that being an athlete's not realistic or family telling you that, you know, you really need to have a plan B or not to get your hopes up too high. Understand, first of all, that the lack of, the lack of belief in you is not their fault. It's your vision and it's not up to everyone else around you to see that vision. But the main thing as well that I need you to understand is that you need to earn it. You need to earn the belief from these other people. These same people that were telling me that I was crazy or these same people that, you know, thought opening a gym and training professional athletes, which is exactly what I do right now for a living, was crazy. 
are the same people now that, you know, are extremely supportive that, you know, do see the vision now. They understand it because, you know, even in that time living that kind of double life of, you know, doing really well during the week and then ruining myself on the weekends, I was still making progress. I was still learning. I was still understanding. I was still passionate about it. But over the last two years, when I've really decided to give up, you know, that other side of me, and I've really decided to actually focus on developing a vision, that has been what's changed. And in that time, the progress that I have made in my business, the progress that I've made, you know, working with athletes, the progress I've made in my knowledge as a coach has 10x because I actually went the route of giving up the vices, giving up everything that was getting in my way and focusing 100% on the vision that I had for my career. And so for you guys out there as well, like I said, it's not up to anyone else to believe it. It's not up to anyone else to, you know, hear you say, I want to be a professional athlete and just believing that you're going to be it. What you need to do is you need to earn it. You need to earn that belief from those other people. And the way you do it, one of my favorite quotes, actually, that should really tie into this is from Gary Vaynerchuk. He said, if you want to be an anomaly, you need to act like one. So if you want to live a 1% lifestyle, if you want to be a professional athlete, if you want to make a living from your sport, then you need to act like the person who deserves to be there. You need to act like the person who deserves to wake up every day doing exactly what they love and making a good living at it. So this is going to mean sometimes saying no to friends and saying no to, you know, that party on the weekend or whatever else it is you're doing. This is going to mean people not understanding you. This is going to mean you being different. This is going to mean people not necessarily supporting you. But if you continue to stay true to the vision, if you continue to stay true to what you're actually after, now in that time, people are going to start to see the vision too. And this is also really going to mean, and this one's extremely important, this is going to mean giving up what other people think of you. It was actually another uh, pretty famous CEO, Alex Hormozzi, who was talking about that. And he talked about how in his early years, he was always out to just please his parents. He was always out to please his dad. And then he said one day, having pretty similar thoughts to what I'm talking about here, you know, just kind of looking at life, being like, is this it? And he said he either had to die to his dad or either had to die himself. And basically just to say that he had to let go of the fact that he was going to go pursue his own thing and his dad was not going to understand and his dad wasn't going to like that. And you guys need to do the same thing, whether it's a parent, a friend, whoever it might be. If you are in a position where you're not pursuing what you're actually, what you actually want, because of someone's opinion, because someone might have something to say about it, you're doing this for the wrong reasons. And you need to understand that the way you're going to succeed, the way you're actually going to make that vision a reality is by actually pursuing it and not giving a flying fuck what anyone has to say about it. So stop looking at the other opinions, stop caring about those other opinions and continue to gain clarity on why you're actually here. Continue to gain clarity on what it is you're actually trying to pursue, what your goals actually are, and the steps you need to take to achieve them. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got a little bit of value from it. I know that when I talk about that story, that kind of sends me off on a couple of different tangents because there's a lot of pieces that I've been uncovering about that lately. But I hope you got some value from that. I hope you learned a little something. 
I appreciate all of you who tuned in and took the time to actually join me here. If you're tuning in on the replay, on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, wherever it is you find it, thank you for taking the time to tune into the show. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your night. We'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.